talking about the issues that matter to Montana statewide. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Man, I tell you what, I'm very excited for today's show here on Montana Talks. We're going to do some mic checks with you here in the 6 o'clock hour of this show. But, uh, you know, normally I, I'm so blessed. I have such a short commute to get to work every day. And because I got, because I drive to the radio studios at dark 30 in the morning, I don't have to deal with traffic. And I just roll right in, get to work. And uh, But today I had a nice uh, longer commute. Uh, not too long of a commute, but a nice longer commute. Uh, we, we are doing our show live this morning. Uh, I am, in fact, I'm set up right now. Uh, what a great location this morning. I am on Main Street, Warden, Montana. Always good to be on a Main Street in small town, Montana. Uh, so uh, I'll tell you what, if you're listening this morning at any point this morning, uh, if you want to come down and join us, I'm set up at On the Rocks. It's a uh, bar and grill, uh, you know, new, a newer bar and grill out here in Warden, Montana. And I tell you, I've just heard this place is incredible. Uh, they've got a top-notch crew out here. Uh, but big news coming from Nemont Communications. Uh, in fact, they're having a town hall meeting down the road in Huntley uh, later tonight to talk about their deployment of fiber and high-speed Internet out here in the, the Huntley uh, Warden, Shepherd, Ballantyne uh, areas, but hey, if you're out in, in this neck of the woods and you're able to listen in on the radio, but but uh, oftentimes don't want to make the big drive into town if we're doing the show out on the road in, in Billings or something like that, come on out and see us uh, when we're out here in your neck of the woods because, like I say, we're set up right here on Main Street. But uh, and here's the deal, M- Mitch Fox, who is the uh, uh, who who runs the uh, the place here. This guy is top-notch, man. This guy has got experience in some top-notch restaurants. We'll have to get his story later this morning, but if if I'm not mistaken, I think he's worked at, like, fancy ski locations in Colorado. I think he he worked in some fancy restaurants in Miami. Uh, I I remember uh, uh, getting a chance to meet him first when he was was running the Buffalo Block in downtown Billings. He's the guy running the outfit out here at at On the Rocks, and when I heard that he was the guy running the place out here, I was like, man, you know this is going to be a well-run operation. Uh, top quality. Plus, I've heard that uh, that the, the from the certified Angus beef folks that they got some great certified Angus beef out here uh, on the menu as well. So, uh, so anyway, uh, great location. But but Mitch, he said they're going to be whipping up some food here. They're going to be whipping up some breakfast samples here. So, uh, and I think if you come in and see us, you might get a sample some of that as well. I won't be the only one having all the fun. So uh, so anyway, come out and see us here at On the Rocks Bar and Grill if you're listening. Uh, in the uh, Huntley, Shepherd, Warden, or Ballantyne areas, uh, just like you know, we, we've done the show from, you know, the Club Tavern and Grill, and and the uh, uh, right there on on uh, North Seventh and Bozeman, and and you know, great food location there, great coffee, and and man, it's so fun to see all the random listeners that will pop in and say hello and come join us on the show. So whenever we take the show on the road, we, we always like to have some open uh, microphones time for you. We're going to do that here this morning. Plus, we got some special guests that are going to be popping in and out as well. Uh, and, of course, the big news last night. I'm going to I'm going to do a little audio check. I've got some sound bites in front of me. I'm going to see if, if 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 you guys can hear it when I play it off my my little remote studio laptop here for you. If, if that doesn't work, don't worry. We got Travis running the show back at the studio at the Montana Talk Studios as well. But we're going to do a little mic check, little audio check with you right after this. Talk about the Iowa caucus results. Big win for Trump. Montana News. A motorhome connected to a missing woman has been located in Idaho Falls and a suspect detained. I reported last week on Megan Stedman, who disappeared December 15th from Livingston. 
The major clue is a 1973 motorhome with Washington license plates. A tip called in led Idaho Falls police to Chris Foyles of Spokane in possession of the vehicle. The plate read 187WJY with damage to the taillight area on the driver's side. NBC Montana reports that Foyles has been arrested after police there found evidence of first-degree homicide. They are asking for assistance tracing him and the motorhome between mid-December and January 12th. Information may be called in to Detective Reed at dispatch 208-529-1200. That's 208-529-1200. Case number 2024-1289. Megan Stedman is still missing. She is African-American, 5'7 and 195 pounds, with curly brown hair and brown eyes. Colorate reports Stedman has a tattoo of a fish skeleton on her left wrist. That's the Montana News Minute. I'm Travis Lee. Here's a look at your real weather for Billings and Bozeman. With breaks of sun and some developing cloudiness across the area today. High temperature readings will stay up around 20 in the Bozeman area to the low 20s in Billings. For tonight, mostly cloudy skies. Chances for snow showers towards Bozeman in the early morning hours with low temperatures otherwise heading back to around 12. Now with light snow on Wednesday, an inch or two is expected in the area. This is weatherology meteorologist Paul Trombley. If you can plan barbecues and weddings, you can plan to protect yourself from a natural disaster. Sign up for local alerts, prepare an emergency kit, and make a family communications plan. Get started at ready.gov slash plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. Hey, you know what I was telling you about Mitch Fox? He's already in the house this morning helping us get all set up here. And so, hey, what the heck? Let's throw him on the microphone early. We'll talk. You guys have probably already heard the national Fox News radio updates. You know, Donald J. Trump, the big winner in the Iowa caucuses last night. I'll, t- I'll talk more about that uh, later this hour. It's kind of interesting because... You know, if if you look back at the 7.40 a.m. conversation we had yesterday with Ashley Smith-Thomas, man, a lot of that bore out last night. But, of course, Donald Trump, I think, came out winning even bigger uh, than a lot of folks were, were saying he was going to do. So a clear victory. Vivek Ramaswamy has already dropped out of the race and endorsed Trump. And Nikki Haley who uh, was spiking the football earlier on, claiming a second-place victory. No, she lost to to Ron DeSantis, so she didn't even come in second. So, uh, anyway, lots of interesting stuff to talk about. But, hey, want to say a big thanks to uh, to Mitch Fox for hosting us uh, here this morning for the show. Mitch, great to see you again. Yeah, Aaron, thank you so much for coming out. Great to see you again as well. Really appreciate you... uh coming and checking the restaurant out and being a part out here today. Well, I was excited when I heard this, you know, because I know uh, Nemont Communications has some big news for the area about high-speed internet and fiber. And so they, 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 you know, so we thought, well, hey, let's be out there for the big news and the announcement. Because uh, this is big deal for this area, but but hey, where are we going to do the show from? And you know, it's always good to be at a place where you got some vittles, right? You got some food, you got some coffee, and so they said, hey, what if we? You know, I, I forget whose idea it was, but they said, what if we do it at this on the rocks place? And I was like, oh man, yes, let's do it there. Because I was like, literally, I've heard great things about this place. 
Well, first of all, I'm glad to hear you heard great things. That makes me that makes me really happy to hear. Um, but it was Liddell's uh, ideal over at Newmont. I know that uh, uh, she had mentioned that to me, and she was excited because when when On the Rocks opened up, gosh, we're only a couple of doors down, really, and uh, and you know we're neighbors. So I feel like uh, I feel like that was the motivation. We're we're really blessed to. Uh, to have them think of us, and they just did their their holiday party with us last week. So, so great partnership so far, and, and we're excited to be part of the community and and one of the first people to have uh, uh, their high speed internet. And I didn't get invited to their holiday party. I'm, you know, I tell you what, <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, that's all right. Yeah, no, we'll we'll joke with Leif and the crew when they get here a little bit later this Thanks. morning. But uh, so I got, first got to meet you back in in a 2020. Was it 2020 or maybe January 2021? I can't remember. Late somewhere around that. Somewhere time. around there. Somewhere right after that. I remember we were wearing masks. It was still the Rona nonsense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, you know that usually the Billings Chamber has their big chamber egg banquet. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I think it's coming up if I'm not mistaken. But uh, um, but that year, you know, they didn't have a banquet for obvious reasons, and so instead they said, "Hey, let's let's get creative. Let's let's feature agriculture. Let's feature Montana beef 100%. by visiting these incredible restaurants mm-hmm. all across Billings." And so, luckily, they were nice enough to reach out to me, and and I said, "Okay, uh, yeah, I'll fall on that sword." <laughs> so literally, so at the time, you were the general manager of the Buffalo Block, which for people who don't know the Correct. Buffalo Block, I mean, I'm going to be in Vegas next week. Uh, the, it's the, kind of a downgrade almost. Right? Uh, <laughs> uh, Vegas is a downgrade, <laughs> exactly to to the Buffalo Block in Billings. But but yeah. I mean, seventy five dollars steaks, but it's it's you know I mean it's incredible, right? It's quality, it's all quality quality stuff. But but I meet you and I'm like, holy cow, this guy is the real deal. Because I've been a waiter in restaurants in Washington D.C., Colorado Springs. That's how I put my way through high school and mm-hmm. in, in college and. And uh, so, you know, so I worked in fine dining on Pennsylvania Avenue. You've got an incredible restaurant background. I'm blessed. I've worked in some really nice places uh, uh, nationwide. And um, I'm here because this is where I want to be. I mean, and I think that that's one of the things is, is, uh, you know, I've got, I've I've got some experience, but, um, but what it comes down to is, is the people around you and the community. And and that's what we sought out. and, And that's what we've got is a great community here. And, Gosh, I'm, I'm really excited and blessed to be part of this group right now. Uh, on the rocks here, we're serving amazing steaks. I mean, that same kind of quality uh, thread, that thought. Um, we're not going so high as the prime grade, uh, which is why those steaks the block were so expensive. Um, but we are serving certified Angus beef here. So we're really excited and proud of that. We know that our, our beef is being sourced as locally as possible um, from the area here. Obviously, the owners, uh, John Goggins, the Goggins family, John and Debbie, uh, are the owners here, and uh, I mean, I don't think I have to tell anybody in the area here that they're in, in uh, the agricultural and uh, certified Angus business, so to speak. Um, they so know beef, let's just say. They yeah. know the beef. Goggins the, family knows beef. There yeah. is no doubt about that. The, the Vermilion Ranch out there, uh, uh, it stands with its head in real high. Um, so I think that um, I think that to, to come out here, because I live out here, you know, I live in the Shepherd uh, uh uh, Huntley area. You've lived out, the, out here since you moved here. Exactly. You wanted yeah. to raise your kids out here. That's or, exactly yeah. right. That's one of my motivations for coming out here and, and being part of this community. Is It's such an amazing place to raise my family and be a part of. And, and yeah, so so happy days, happy happy, uh, happy life. And how incredible is that, that you, that you get to not only live out here, raise your kids out here, but, you know, do kind of what you're passionate about on the business front as well and, and serve high-quality beef. At, at a at a fun restaurant right on on small town Main Street Montana. Not just a restaurant. Let's let's just say that it's a it's you know casino bar, and grill, bar yep. grill the whole deal. 
um, pool table in the back. We've got a shuffleboard table coming. We've got 14 big screens. So any game you're looking for, pretty much, we can usually get. Um, so we're a, we're not just a, a steakhouse. We're not just a, a burger joint. We're not just one of these things. We're kind of a whole bunch of things that are, in my opinion, we're filling a, a need and a gap in the community here. Well, yeah, because otherwise, I mean, you know, how, how many times do people feel like they have to drive, you know, 35 miles into Billings or whatever exactly or if you're right. further out? And now you can have, you know, high quality, a little bit of everything right here uh, in small town Montana. And I'll, I'll bet you a lot of Billings folks are, uh, and elsewhere are going to say, hey, this is a destination. Let's do a little road trip. I'll be honest. I've seen quite a few of, uh, uh, of familiar faces that have come out, and um, and I hope to see more. I mean, really... You know, if if you think about it, if you live in the Heights or you live on the, the you know, kind of the, the, the eastern side of Billings. Not, not too far not away. Far. Hold that thought. Mitch Fox will come back to you right after this. Good Tuesday morning. It's time for the Daybreak Ag Report on the Western Ag Network. I'm Lane Nordblund. Last week, I was in Austin, Texas for Potato Expo 2024. I was fortunate enough to get out of Texas before all the winter weather impacted most of the western United States. Made it home to a balmy negative 43 below when I got off the airplane. But Potato Expo was a spudtacular event once again. Hosted by the National Potato Council, it's the largest conference and trade show dedicated to potatoes and all aspects of the U.S. potato industry. Bob Mativi is a potato farmer there from Monte Vista, Colorado, and serves as the first vice president of the National Potato Council. And he told me the gathering brings together potato partners from across the globe. So many different exhibitors here bringing all kinds of new things to the industry available to, to growers and shippers, packers. So it's a great opportunity to come and see what's out there in the marketplace. It's a good opportunity to get together, learn from other growers, see what's going on, find out what's happening within their industry on a broad scale, not just around your own growing area. So it's it's a great time to get everybody together and, and uh, re rekindle those relationships and just see what's out there. For Montana farmer Tim Van Heisen, input costs, labor, and efficiency are all top of mind. By attending Potato Expo, it gives him an opportunity to network with every aspect of the potato business. Visiting with our vendors, seeing where maybe their pricing is going, um, uh, maybe what the pricing of our product is. Um, uh, kind of a unique thing in our world in the state of Montana is um, uh, we're not part of the commodity uh, market. And so... Uh, there's a lot of negotiations in our price structures and um, uh, the importance of that relationship. Business is built on relationships, and uh, that's what we get to experience here at Potato Expo. This year's event was one for the record books with over 2,320 attendees and 216 exhibitors. Potato Expo 2025 is headed to Las Vegas next January. We'll be right back. Ranchers, it's bull buying time, and Redland Angus is your source for range cab, range raised, aged advantage calving needs genetics. Saturday, January 20th, 96 of the thickest, easiest flushing Cavinese bulls you'll find anywhere sell at Buffalo Livestock, Buffalo, Wyoming. Remember, a ranch's profit all starts with a live calf. Sale time is 1 o'clock, also carried live on Northern Livestock Video. For more information, visit redlandangus.com or check out their Facebook page. We growers of the North, it's time to push performance to answer the call of Westbred Wheat. 
with regionally proven varieties like WB9590 and WB9719 offering high yield potential balanced with protein content. Trust Westbred Wheat to help you get the most out of every acre. Now's the time. Boldly grow. Seize the season with Westbred Wheat. Performance may vary. Read and follow pesticide label directions, grain marketing, and other stewardship practices. USDA says there's a record corn yield in their latest round of reports. U.S. production for the 23 through 24 crop year was pegged at 15.34 billion bushels. That's up 108 million bushels from the December numbers. The national corn yield was also increased to 2.4 billion bushels per acre. All of these figures higher than pre-report analyst expectations. Higher production rippled down to higher ending stocks for the 23-24 crop at 2.16 billion bushels, up 31 million bushels from the December forecast. The farm gate price for the 23-24 crop was also dropped by a nickel to $4.80 a bushel. On my Northland Western Ag Network. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana. Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, great. Well, Yellowstone County Commissioner John Oslin in the house here as well, coming to see us down here. He's going to sidekick with us, uh, I think, until about 8 or so. you, you got a county commission meeting or something. You, got, well, you don't need to go to that meeting later today, do you, John? You can stick around, huh? Well, I think it's a good idea, and welcome. Good morning. <laughs> hey, good to see you. You know, we, we're, we're going to talk more with uh, with Mitch Fox here in just a second here at On the Rocks and Warden, but uh, you were just saying, man, what a, what a neat place this is out here, huh? Well, this is a beautiful place. I'll tell you, this is the first time I've actually been in it, and uh, what a great addition to the warden community out here. They need a high-end restaurant, and this is really a nice facility. That bar, restaurant, casino, that, the whole package. Yeah. Beautifully done. It really really is, and uh, you've got a lot of family out here, you were saying, too. Most of my family lives out here on Road 7. i got a couple of brothers and mother and nephews and nieces and lots of them. And they, they let you come out here, huh? They didn't they didn't kick you out a long time and tell you never come back, huh? So far. Yeah, so yeah. far. <laughs> well, I want to talk with you about the Iowa caucuses because I know you've been a big uh, Donald J. Trump supporter for, for several years now. So I want to get your reaction on that. And then we'll just talk, you know, what's going on and, and, you know, outside of Billings and in Yellowstone County in particular as well as we take the show on the road here. Well, we have lots of things to talk about in the community. But Donald Trump... Uh, I'm just tickled to death that his win was as decisive as it was in Iowa. And uh, all the things that are wrong with our country right now, Aaron, and we don't, have an, uh, we don't have an immigration problem. We have an illegal border crossing problem. We have a fentanyl problem. We have an energy problem. We have a national security problem. And there's a great answer for all them. It's Donald Trump. Yeah, they're really not that hard to fix these problems. They're I mean, not. Donald J. Trump kind of showed us that from 2016 to 2020 and Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke and the rest of the team. Yep. They showed us these. it's actually not really that hard to tackle these problems. And he will fix it again. I think so. I think so. And uh, and the, the momentum is building this time around. And I, I, I even heard uh, Lawrence Jones on Fox and Friends this morning was talking about how, you know, actually the hotel that they were staying at for their Fox and Friends coverage, it was it ended up being in the same location as Trump victory party. So so before he got up at Odark 30 for Fox and Friends this morning, he went over to the to the Trump victory party and he was saying how there's there's a different there's a there's a different sense of Donald Trump right now. He's he's more calm and even more confident uh, than he was before. Even and I mean, and Donald Trump is, if anything, is confident, but he's got a calmness to his confidence now. And I think it's because. 
he understands the seriousness of the situation facing the country, and I think he also understands that the American people finally get it as well uh, more and more. I think that calmness comes from an ability to lead. I don't think there's anybody out there that has better leadership qualities than Donald Trump. And it doesn't matter if you're on the national security end of it, the energy end of it, the border crisis. Uh, you know, we have, we have to have a better process in place on all those things than we do right now. That's right. Well, hold, hold that thought back in the 60 seconds after the Fox News update. And then I want to chat a little bit more with Mitch Fox here. And then, and then we'll let Mitch get back to business here, get back to work here at On the Rocks in Warden. But, uh, and then he'll, he'll join us later on. I definitely want to throw him on during our statewide hour of the program later on in the 9 o'clock hour as well because he's got such a cool story. And talking Montana beef is always a good thing. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Former President Trump wins in 98 of Iowa's 99 counties, winning the state's caucuses by the largest margin ever ahead of Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley. I want to congratulate Ron and Nikki for having a, a, good, a good time together. We're all having a good time together. And uh, I think they both actually did very well. DeSantis finished his second just ahead of Haley. And DeSantis says it's unfair some media outlets declared Trump the winner as early as they did. They even called the election before people even got a chance to vote. And Haley finished just ahead of Trump in one county and says even though she finished behind DeSantis overall. I can safely say tonight Iowa made this Republican primary a two-person race. Vivek Ramaswamy campaigned hard in Iowa, finished fourth and dropped out. America's listening to Fox News. Oh, I'm glad Fox News Radio just played that clip. I, I was going to try to pull that clip down. They just made this a two-person race. And it's like, uh, Nikki, you just came in third. That's why you don't want to spike the football a little too early there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that was one of the big uh, big uh, sound bites uh, from last night's Iowa caucuses. We'll talk more about that with uh, Yellowstone County Commissioner John Austin here in just a second. But back to Mitch Fox, uh, who runs On the Rocks. Uh, it kind of rhymes. Mitch Fox with On the Rocks. You're right, it does. Travis said you got a great voice on the mic, so maybe you'll you'll sidekick on the radio more often here as well. You tell me whenever you want. There we go. <laughs> uh, but, man, you were, yeah, I was trying to remember a little bit of your story because, like I say, man, when I'm, I'm – when I met you uh, back in 2020, when we were in tasting all the best steaks that we could find, yeah, man, you've worked in like the uh, Southern Florida. You've I, worked at ski resorts in Colorado. I worked cities. at a few different places. I, I'm, I'm from I'm, well, I'm born in New York, but I'm from Southern California or Southern Florida. Um, so I've, I've worked in some nice places for Lauderdale, Miami. Um, I've been fortunate to, to spend some time in North Carolina. I've worked at some nice places in North Carolina and. Um, Colorado uh, lived in the Vale Valley and uh, the Winter Park Fraser Valleys collectively for about 15 years. I was with Devil's Thumb Ranch Group for for a while. I used to run a bunch of their restaurants and uh, and then I was in um, the Vale Valley. Uh, worked for Plump Plump Jack uh, uh, out there. Opened up a couple of restaurants for them in the village. Um, and then Southern California. My wife is from Southern California, so we were out there uh, for a little while. Uh, and um, I worked for the King Seafood Company out there, and they've got they've got a pretty pretty nice brand, um, probably close to thirty restaurants, if not over, at this point. And um, and that's where I cut my teeth in like the Michelin star realm and everything like wow. that. Wow! Um, and so you know food and you know fine dining. When I was at I was so I was at this Montana Stock Growers event uh, mm-hmm. at the High Horse Saloon. Oh yeah, and of course, great great steaks, great food there. You know Reed as oh, well. Reed and Shauna run an awesome show over there. Yeah. Yeah, and so I'm sitting at the table with uh, the certified Angus beef guys and some of the food guys, and so I asked them. I said, Hey, what are some of the other good restaurants? Anything new out there? And they're like. 
they're like, well, of course, you know, the high horse, you know, the Buffalo block, you know, all the Jake's, you know, all these places. But, man, there's this new place out in Warden uh, called On the Rocks. And and they said you were running. I was like, well, I already know it's a good. If Mitch Fox is running, I know it's good. But they said you got it. The chef out here looks like a kid, but is, <laughs> but is an incredible chef. He, he is. He, he is. Gage, Gage is awesome. Uh, Gage came to us from Oregon. He's got, uh, he's got some great experience um, working with some amazing chefs out there. And, um, and I mean, hey, he's brought, uh, he's brought some of that uh, uh, you know, Northwestern flair to, to us here. And um, he's doing some amazing steak things with our steaks. You know? So uh, we're, we're getting all certified Angus beef right now. Uh, everything on our menu. If it's beef, it's certified Angus. Um, and uh, and yeah, he's working his magic. You're sure. speaking our language. That reminds me, I, I worked at a, a Mexican restaurant, Who Song and Larry's, a summer <laughs> in Portland, Oregon, right on the river. But but man, yep. so I, there were some great restaurants in Portland. And I don't want to go to Portland for nice restaurants anymore because who wants to go to Portland? But <laughs> you can get that type of flair in Warden, Montana. There you go. That's right. All right, Mitch, we'll look forward to catching up with you later Thank this you very morning much, as sir. well. All Appreciate right. you, gentlemen. Back to Commissioner Austin right after this. Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. This is where Montana Talks. All right, we are broadcasting live from On the Rocks uh, Bar and Grill here in Warden, Montana. And, uh, yeah, if you're just tuning in, don't worry, we'll tell you more about the place here later this morning. But we got Yellowstone County Commissioner John Austin. He was gracious enough to come sidekick uh, with us here in the early morning hours of the show. Uh, yeah, uh, Commissioner, can I do a quick audio check here? Since, Absolutely. Since yep. it's only yep. six forty in the morning, although we got a lot of people that listen at six forty in the morning, I I want to see um, not only if our producer Travis can hear this sound bite. But if if you, the, the listeners out there, hear it over the radio, because, you know, electronics are a weird deal. I might hear it in my headset. Travis might hear it in his headset. But for some reason, it isn't feeding through our system. So uh, so anyway, let me let me just this was uh, Kellyanne Conway. Uh, she was on Fox News last night. Uh, let's let, let me just uh, try to roll this for you here. Okay, I'm going to actually interrupt. Travis says he is not hearing that, so that's weird. It's playing out through my system. But that's all right. So uh, that's why I wanted to test that. So if Travis isn't hearing it, uh, Tim and Savage, others of you listening out there, I'm assuming you're not hearing it as well. So, so uh, see, Commissioner, that's why I try to do these things because it's like I might be hearing it, but our listeners are going to be like, uh, we're not hearing that, Aaron. And uh, electronics are just the weirdest stinking things. I, Technology, <laughs> yep. <laughs> It'll get you every time. But we got Travis back in studio, and he's got – all of these, he snagged all these sound bites for us, so I can always say, "Hey, hey, roll." Uh, yeah, he can roll it from there if if we want to get to it at that point. But you basically heard what Kellyanne Conway had to say there about Donald J. Trump. He sh- he's been showing over the past several months why he won in 2016 in the first place, and she mentioned East Palestine, Ohio, in that train derailment. Buttigieg wouldn't go, Biden wouldn't go, and Donald Trump went. Well, our Secretary of Transportation didn't go, didn't think that was an important thing. Uh, and I can tell you what, it was certainly important to the people that live there, wasn't it? 
and still is. And uh, it just shows uh, President Trump has ability to connect with the people, Aaron, and he goes where the problems are, and he finds a way to solve those problems. That's right. That's right. So yesterday at around 740, I was talking with Ashley Smith-Thomas, a conservative commentator. I think she used to work at the Heritage Foundation. She's got an outfit called the Freedoms Fund USA right now. But anyway, we were saying, hey, look, some of these candidates are going to have to pack up their bags after Iowa, even though Iowa's never really been a predictor. You know, the Iowa caucuses are so unique. Uh, it's not necessarily a predictor, but I think Donald Trump has incumbent-like status right now. So when he has this massive of a victory in Iowa, I think it, it does send the message that some of these others need to start packing up their bags and uniting around Donald J. Trump. Vivek Ramaswamy has now done just that, uh, as that was kind of one. And I'm not in the prediction business, but that was that was one thing that I kind of expected to, to take place. But yeah. but even now, Nikki Haley came in third. I mean, you heard the soundbite that I did yep. just a few minutes ago. She was spiking the football like she had a touchdown and she came in second. She ended up coming in third. Well, she did come in third, and she said it's a two-person race. She may be right, but it might be DeSantis. Yeah, well, that's I mean, that's the natural uh, that's the natural response is like, okay, you just said it's a two-person race because you thought you came in second, yep. but you didn't. Um, but but even DeSantis is is so far behind uh, that. I don't see, you know, and then I, th I think I heard on Fox and Friends this morning that DeSantis isn't even going to New Hampshire. He's already just writing New Hampshire off. So he's going to focus on South Carolina. So it sounds like South Carolina is when I'd imagine both Haley and DeSantis would, would realize, uh, you know, maybe it's time to, uh, to you know, call it quits. I think in the near future, you're going to see them make that decision. And I, and I guess I would say this, Aaron, there's a lot of good Republicans, all of them on the ticket. Each one of them has a little bit to offer. Unfortunately, in their particular case, Donald Trump has a lot to offer. And the American public trusts him. They trust him because he's shown the capacity to lead our country. He, he's shown how to provide national security. Uh, he knows how to make the Department of Defense work. He knows how to make the Energy Department work. He knows how to solve the border crossing uh, problem that we got. And I, I keep reminding people... Uh, the liberal media continues to say we have an immigration problem. We don't have an immigration problem. We have a border problem. We have an immigration policy, and we want people to come to our country, but we want them to be vetted. We want them to come legally. And the process we're going through right now, uh, we have everybody that we have countries dumping their, their criminals, uh, have the cartel bring them to the border, have the flow of fentanyl coming across the border. Quite honestly, we talk about it a little later in this program, too, but Crime is an enormous problem in the country, and it's an enormous problem in Billings, Montana right now. We're working on solving some of that, but the real way to solve that is close the border. That's right. That's right. Uh, I was I was seeing on social media, and uh, the Democrats were complaining. You know, one of the liberal commentators was complaining that Montana's Attorney General Austin Knutson was testifying back on Capitol Hill in the impeachment hearing for Secretary Mayorkas, and he was talking about the southern border and. and and this liberal commentator was like, shouldn't you be focused on nursing homes? And shouldn't you? It's like, uh, that's not under the per He's not the DPHHS director or even the governor. He's the attorney general. He's tackling the most important law enforcement challenge in the state of Montana right now, which is our southern border. The challenges we have with this administration, it was, and as you're well aware, we had some drownings recently with immigration problems or illegal migrants that drowned. And that's a tragedy. And, and it's a tragedy brought on by this president 
because he's allowed that open border and he believes everybody that the cartel brings there believes that they're going to get across. You know, no one's talking about the fentanyl problem. We're killing hundreds of thousands of people with fentanyl every year and we're addicting many, many times that amount more. Yeah. And, you know, that's the problem with the open border. It's a, it's a crime problem in Billings we got right now. They're, a lot of it's gang related and they're going to be difficult to get out of here, but I believe that we can do it. Yeah, that's right. You know, we've talked with the uh, the woman who was the head of the DEA at the time, Stacy Zinn, and she continues to call in on the show and, and speak out on these important issues. And we've talked with uh, police chiefs. We've talked with county commissioners. We've talked with county sheriffs. And it's not just Yellowstone County, but it's most pronounced in Yellowstone County right now. Youth gangs, uh, drug-fueled uh, violence, uh, and a lot of it put, goes right back to our wide open southern border in this. But really, it's it's a lawlessness to where these these youth gang uh, wannabes are seeing, oh, you know what? You can just walk into stores, not just in San Francisco or Portland, but even some of these corporate retail outfits and just take whatever you want and walk right out. And, oh, these people are going to just come into this country whenever they want and do whatever they want. And they see the drug cartels flashing all this money around. So so why are they doing this? Because they think they can. That's that exactly right. They're doing it because they think they can. There's no worse example than California and Oregon where they allow people to steal up to $1,000. And they, just, they, they promote that. They, they, they require the police not to respond. I mean, it's crazy. I, I can't imagine that you can have any kind of uh, civility in a, in, in a community like that. How do you allow criminals to run the show? And why would you do that? Yeah. Hey, I should say, um, normally when we're back in the studio, we're taking your phone calls. We're getting your messages on the app. When I'm out on the road, it's a little hard to take phone calls because we'll get feedback. It's a little hard to hear. So it can just be awkward all around. But that being said... Hey, if you're listening and you're near Warden, Montana, you're out here in the Huntley, Shepherd, uh, Warden, Ballantine areas, you can come out and see us all morning long. Uh, and for everybody else, if you're in Three Forks, Bozeman, if you're on the Northern Cheyenne Reservation listening right now, send us a message on our Montana Talks app if you want to jump in on the conversation. Uh, Yellowstone County Commissioner John Austin, I do, I, since I tried to play the Kellyanne Conway clip, and mainly because I, w I want to test my equipment, and sometimes the best way to test it was when you're out live on a location like this, um, uh, our producer, Travis, has the Kellyanne Conway soundbite queued up from last night on Fox. Travis, uh, roll that for us, if you don't mind. I think the big inflection point was when Donald Trump went to East Palestine, Ohio. Uh, it showed, again, how he won the first time around. He connects with people. He goes when they're in pain. It took a while for Buttigieg and Biden to get there, if at all. DeSantis didn't go. And it seems so trivial. It seems so tri maybe trivial at the time, but... Since that moment, he just has been projecting strength and seriousness of purpose. I like how unifying he was tonight. I like how gracious he was to his opponents. I think the big question for Ron DeSantis is, what's your next big play? He doesn't have momentum, but he does have a ticket out of Iowa. I think his ground game paid off that he overtook Haley in a way that maybe somewhere anticipating. Bottom line, in this business, you are either winning or you're whining. And that's a big question for these candidates moving forward. Which one are you going to be? All right. Yeah. Well said by the uh, prominent pollster, Kellyanne Conway. One thing I would say, though, uh, to credit Ron DeSantis, you know, you would think of Avivek Ramaswamy naturally appeals to young people. Ron DeSantis actually won the younger vote uh, percentage when you break down the demographics. So I thought that was pretty interesting for DeSantis. Well, he certainly does have some appeal to a lot of the crowd. Uh, it was an interesting night, wasn't it?
That it was. That it was. All right, we'll talk more right after this. Um, Donald Trump, though, really did well with the baby boomers. Let me tell you how important baby boomers are in Montana elections after this. Waking up on the right side. This is the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. They don't have a track record that they can run on and say, vote for us because our policies are working four more years, four more years, and actually mean it. I mean, David Axelrod has been pounding the crap out of out of Joe Biden, as has James Carville, as has Ben Jones, Maureen Dowd. I mean, these are pretty powerful voices within the Democratic apparatchik, if you will. Um, and usually what they say, a lot of people pay attention to. But then you look at other demographics that we have. He has a 28% approval among independents. I mean, if this poll holds, this he will not be reelected. There's no candidate with these numbers that can be reelected. From coast to coast, from sea to shining sea, it's the Sean Hannity Show. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-9862. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-575-9862. That's 800-575-9862. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. 406-245-6361. Hey, I know Monday is a holiday. Some people are going to be taking the day off, but we're going to be fully up and running here with Montana Talks, the show where you get to talk. Big week coming up ahead, following a big week of some big business news. A new ammo manufacturer coming to Glendive. A gun manufacturer coming to Helena, Montana. Some big news in the past week. What's coming up in the week ahead? Big show coming up Monday. Montana Talks will take a state. Or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Taking your calls live, 406-294-0970. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Yeah, hold your calls for today or or message us on the app in the meantime, or better yet, come out and join us at On the Rocks uh, Bar and Grill here in Warden, Montana, uh, right on Main Street. A beautiful location, and I think there's going to be some food rolling out here a little, little bit. Uh, Yellowstone County Commissioner John Austin, you're going to want to stick around at least for some of the food, and then then you can show up fully energized for your county commission meeting here later today. Absolutely. You always want to have a good breakfast start the day. That's right, uh, especially with some good protein in it, some Montana beef. I'm, do, I'm doing my Billings Last Diet tune-up right now, so uh, so I, I'm, I'm focusing on the protein, but... Uh, 
uh, like I always do. But, yeah, Montana beef uh, doesn't get any better than that. So the Iowa caucus results, yeah, I, I mentioned Ron DeSantis uh, did very well with the 18 to 20-something crowd. Uh, he actually outperformed uh, even Ramaswamy in, in that category. Uh, so, but, uh, but Donald Trump, just when you get into the, the I think it's 35-plus, just absolutely dominated um, so that says good things, I think, for the future of a Ron DeSantis, because I've been a big fan of Governor Ron DeSantis and what he's done in Florida. I've always seen him as the backup to Trump uh, in reality. But but Donald Trump did very well with the baby boomer generation, which we were trying to figure out what are baby boomers. I think it's anybody right now who's aged 60 to, to 78 roughly is consider, considered baby boomers, at least off of just a quick. Now, I may, yep. I may be wrong on that, but, you know, 60, 70 year olds. One-third of Montana voters, according to my friend Evan Wilson, are baby boomers. So that baby boomer vote is is huge, hugely important. Well, it is huge, and those baby boomers have seen a lot of elections come and go. And you learn a little bit, just like we do in life. You learn a little bit from everything. And uh, we watched what happened with the last election. It hasn't worked out very well, has it? It's been an absolute train wreck. Yeah. yeah. Well, case in point, you know, you and I were talking earlier about how, you know, Trump knows how to fix uh, every single one of these issues that are plaguing our country right now. I mean, just take the Middle East, for example. So the Houthis are firing these uh, these Houthi rebels in Yemen are firing on commercial vessels, not Chinese vessels, though, because yeah. see, the Chinese are helping the Iranians. So so they're firing on U.S., U.K. vessels and they're firing at our own American ships. And and finally, we had some kind of a response and we paid 100 million dollars to fire rockets at these guys. But uh, General Spaulding, a retired Air Force general and Fox and Friends earlier this week, made the point um, that when Trump was president, the Saudis were taking the fight to the Houthi rebels. And the Saudis were paying for those uh, attacks on the Houthi rebels, not us. And we weren't being attacked, in, uh, you know, by and large. And we didn't have to divert commercial traffic, uh, you know, south of the Cape in, in South Africa. And so it's just like and Donald Trump put sanctions in place against Iran. Joe Biden reversed all. All of that. Yeah, I don't think operating from a position of weakness has helped over there. Uh, everything that you see going on in the Middle East right now uh, is a result of Biden's policies, and they're poor. He just he, he deals from a position of weakness rather than strength. Uh, the world respected Donald Trump, and they did because it didn't take them long to find out that his word was good. That's right. It was funny. I, I heard some of the sound bites from you know CNN and MSNBC. So last night is... As Trump was giving his victory speech in Iowa, CNN and MSNBC, they refuse to air uh, Donald Trump's speeches. So, you know, if Joe Biden's, you know, you know, shuffling his feet on some stage somewhere, they'll play raw audio from from that. But if, if Donald Trump starts speaking, they will cut him off. They don't, they don't want his policies to be heard by their viewers. And I think they just make themselves look like a joke when they do that. Aaron, do you recognize what a problem that is in our country? I mean, the news media is there to report the news. They're not there to editorialize their opinion. There are editorial programs that do that. Yeah. But when you're a news station, you're supposed to report what has factually happened, and you don't see that. And when you don't see that in our country, there is a real problem. That's right. And they don't even want a, a Donald Trump to even be heard. Uh, they, they are trying to control the people of America instead of trying to inform the people of America. You, you got your opinions? Get a freaking talk show. That's what I did. There you, you know go. Yep. Yep. Or start your own <laughs> podcast. Not that anybody will listen.